This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I, I hate to start the show with a sad story, but, you know, I just have to say that, uh, you know, marriage isn't always for everyone. The woman who married the ghost of a Victorian soldier last year has revealed that they're now divorced. I know, it's so sad. Um, she insists she met soldier Eduardo after the uh, ghoul burst into her bedroom one night during a storm. But after their wedding, on Halloween 2022, things went downhill. I, I'm a ghost. I know. <laughs> he grew increasingly more aggressive and nasty and began to haunt me with the sound of a screaming baby. I concluded that the only way to get rid of Eduardo was to exercise him. So I embarked on the harrowing process in the chapel that we got married in. After hours, he was finally purged from my system. I felt light and free and excited to be released of his troubled spirit. (sighs) Well, sometimes marriage just doesn't seem to work out for everyone, does it? Uh, so remember that the next time you're thinking about marrying a ghost in particular an old military ghost from the Victorian era you may want to think twice before you before you walk down the aisle (laughs) it's unbelievable it is to me it's unbelievable that she married a ghost and it didn't last so so weird welcome welcome to chewing the fat okay so let's do some good news new data shows americans have more cash sitting in the bank than they did before the pandemic (laughs) oh oh okay uh that's That's some interesting data. According to this, Americans have 10 to 15% more in their bank accounts than they did in 2019. This is according to a JP Morgan Chase analysis of 9 million Chase customers. Okay. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, after lagging behind inflation for two years, wages are finally rising faster than prices. Last month, Hourly wages were up 4%, while prices for consumer goods only climbed 3%. That's interesting because the prior months where consumer goods continued to climb, uh, those hourly wages were not uh, above that. But I'm not, I'm not a mathematician. Uh, so I have, you know, I'm just telling you what uh, what the story says. Uh, Americans may have more funds than they did before, um, which I find uh, highly uh, unlikely. Uh, <laughs> uh, highly unlikely. Uh, apparently now, uh, the according to Wall Street, uh, this recession that they keep saying is coming hasn't materialized. Yeah, I believe that it has. Uh, it looks like we're probably already in it. But again, 
I am not a uh, mathematician or an economist. I just look at what's happening around the world. They do say that uh, Europeans are getting poorer. Uh, wages have declined. Uh, huh. And of course, uh, from that's from the fallout of COVID and the war in Ukraine. Yeah, because that doesn't affect us at all. <laughs> don't be, don't be silly. That's just silly. <laughs> uh, there's plenty of programs out there still giving people, uh, you know, pandemic money. And I, I thought those were all shut down now, but apparently those are winding down now. They're still ongoing. So until those are completely gone, then we can look back and say, wow, uh, yeah, we, we had all that stimulus money and now we, we don't, uh, raise your hand. If you still, if you ever, you know, are used stimulus money and still have stimulus money, if you received it, I, I know I never received any and I know people who have, and I also know that they don't have it now, but Hey, I'm just going by this story. And I'm sure you can say to me, Jeff, this story is right. I have more money in my bank account than I did in 2019. Good. Good for you. Cause I know I don't. One way to get more money into your bank account is to win the Powerball. <laughs> uh, the Powerball did not have a winner last night if you're listening live today is the 18th of july 2023 so tomorrow the 19th of july 2023 there's a powerball drawing that will be estimated jackpot of one billion dollars cash payout of 516.8 million dollars so they had the drawing last night no uh no jackpot winner um, they had three winners, won $2 million and five winners that won a million dollars. Um, uh, Arkansas, Georgia, Texas, and then $1 million winners in Connecticut, Florida, Kentucky, New York, and Pennsylvania. Congratulations to those winners uh, of Powerball money, but the jackpot, no one won. So you have an opportunity <laughs> uh, on Wednesday, the 19th of July, 2023, to hit the jackpot of a billion dollars. Now, the Mega Millions drawing that happens tonight and for the next drawing is only worth $640 million. I spit on $640 million. Cash option, $328.0 million. <laughs> uh, you couldn't pay me to win that $640 million. Well, actually, you could. Uh, you could pay me money to win the $640 million. That's a, that's a, pretty, good, uh, that's a pretty good amount in and of itself, <laughs> but it ain't a billion. So good luck. You know, I was reading a story the other day about a couple who won the lottery, uh, jackpot winner, Powerball winner, and they made a big deal out of them taking the cash payout. Now this family won uh, $1.6 billion with two others. Okay. So they received uh, 327 and in the story, it says they received only $327.8 million of the jackpot and the warehouse worker and his wife, according to the story, decided to take the money in a lump sum instead of receiving, uh, an annual payments. Uh, yeah, 
you have to take, I mean, you have to take the lump sum. I get it that the, the annual payments look and sound good for 30 years, but man, who knows what's going to happen in 30 years. And you hopefully will be able to invest and make more money than you would uh, with getting the annual payments of the full amount. Now you get the full amount, you know, with the annual payments, with the cash, with the lump sum, you don't get the full amount. I, I got that. I know. But, and it's easy to think, well, so many, we hear so many stories of a lot of winners going broke. We don't want to do that. We want to make sure we get the check, uh, you know, once a year. Okay. Uh, you know, if that's what you think is best for you, great, but I'm done. <laughs> What's best for me is I'll take the cash option, please. Thank you. I would like to uh, just be able to put that amount into some trust funds and take care of everything with that. Okay. Uh, when I hit the lottery, if I were to hit the lottery, uh, I would make sure all the ducks were in a row. I know we've talked about it before, but I mean, you just get your ducks in a row. Where the money's going to go, what you're going to do with it, who gets uh, what in trust funds, the will is set up, and then you go into the lottery and... Hello, my name is Jeff Fisher. I have the winning ticket here. Please give me the check and I will take care of it from here. Thank you. Even with winning that amount of money, you're not going to be able to buy, you know, a 300 or $400 million yacht, uh, which would be nice. I mean, you'd be able to get maybe a nice boat if you wanted one, but uh, you're not buying one of those super mega yachts for sure. You see where uh, the Nancy Walton Laurie yacht, uh, you know, she's an heiress to the Walmart fortune. Uh, she is worth, I don't know, seven, eight billion dollars. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Well, anyway, she had her, uh, her yacht vandalized by eco-terrorists. There's video of them along the docks spraying this red paint that is supposed to be oil or blood or whatever on the back of this yacht with their sign that says, you consume, others suffer. I hope these people are arrested. What are we doing? They're on the docks just, you know, spray painting this god-awful stuff on the back of this yacht. And you see the yacht workers come out with their hoses and try to spray it off. And the later video of it pulling away, uh, they're going to have to redo the whole thing. Now, how much damage does that do to the yacht? I don't know. Can she afford to get it repainted and retaken care? Absolutely. That, you know, no problem. Hey, you consume, others suffer. Okay, Nancy Walton lawyer, Lori. <laughs> what are we doing destroying other people's properties because you, you don't like them? It's just amazing to me. I hope these people uh, are arrested. And, uh, you know, we, we saw the people getting dragged off the streets, blocking traffic. We saw that we saw the dingleberries at the airport put their hands in that concrete and then get their hands stuck. I haven't seen a follow up to that, whether they lost their fingers or hands or not. I bet they did. I mean, I saw the video. There's no update that I've seen on the eco-terrorists in Germany that uh, had uh, he they were trying to get his hand on stuck after he glued them to the road and the rescue workers I mean just think of the time and energy that we have important rescue workers trying to save people who are you know this stupid but it's a great video of them trying to uh, you know get his hand loose
Oh, does the does the little baby's finger hurt? Oh no, does it? Maybe you shouldn't have. I don't know. Glued it onto the pavement. And it was the pavement. I mean, it was a tarmac at an airport. So not only do we have rescue workers trying to save this man's hand and other eco-terrorist hands, we also have stopped flights and we've uh, we've inconvenienced thousands of passengers. Just uh, incredible. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm sorry that he got his little hand stuck, but maybe he should have thought about that before he glued it to the tarmac. Amazing. We, we live in amazing times. We really do. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So a cruise line has apologized to passengers who were traumatized by witnessing dozens of pilot whales being slaughtered in a bloody harbor. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, pilot whales are really just large dolphins and we've talked about this uh, a couple of times i remember talking about uh, what they do in the faroe islands that's between scotland and iceland they do it every year uh, they have their whale hunt and they you know they drive the dolphins into the harbor and then they slaughter them and they use everything about the dolphin they use the skins and the meats and that's how they survived it's happened for i don't know centuries uh, it's called the grind a grap or the, or the grind, right? I think that's what it's called, the grind a drap or the grind. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And it's the slaughter of these whales. They drive them into the harbor. They slaughter them w- in the old-fashioned way. And uh, they use knives and metal rods. No, no modern-day weapons. We kill pilot whales the old-fashioned way. But apparently, uh, they, the cruise line didn't realize that this was going on. Yeah, it only happens every year. That's all. So the uh, cruise ship Ambition, uh, based uh, the An Ambassador Cruise Line, arrived in port in the Faroe Islands. And, uh, oh no, it was carrying more than a thousand passengers. And they saw what happened. Oh no, oh no. I mean, graphic photos of the whale hunt. Uh, apparently they showed, uh, the harbor turned red. Oh, oh no. So ambassador cruise lines, as I said, issued an apology. We were incredibly disappointed that this hunt occurred at the time that our ship was in port. Uh, how about you say, Hey, we didn't know history and we didn't realize that we were docking our ship at a time when they do this every year. How about you say, no, 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 no. We're disappointed that you did it while we were there. Okay. So the cruise line said, we strongly object to this outdated practice and have been working with our partner, Orca, a charity dedicated to studying and protecting whales, dolphins, and porpoises in the UK and European waters to encourage change since 2021. Wow. All the way back to 2021. Great, they've been a busy charity. So sustainability is one of Ambassador's Cruise Line's core values. Is it? Is it? Okay. And we fully appreciate that witnessing this local event could have been distressing for the majority of guests on board. Was it? (laughs) Was it? Okay. Uh, You know, accordingly, we would like to sincerely apologize to them for any undue upset. (laughs) 
<laughs> the CEO of Ambassador Cruise Lines said the cruise line had constructive dialogue with the Faroese government. Uh, he advised guests and cruise crew not to buy or eat any whale or dolphin meat and stand against any profiteering from commercial whaling and dolphin hunts. Yeah, hey, we've got this deal where we dock at your islands, but you know when we let you off, don't buy anything that uh, you know from the locals. What's unbelievable? So uh, the whale hunt uh, uh, defenders. They were like, um, yeah, we do it every year. Uh, it's been that way for centuries. Sorry about it. Uh, we've, uh, we've eaten pilot whale meat and blubber since we first settled here a millennia ago. So we, uh, it's well organized at the community level and regulated by national laws. So how about you shut the pie hole? Okay. <laughs> Uh, we don't need to hear from you. Okay. Uh, wow. So I can't, there have been, according to the 646 whales, uh, dolphins, uh, killed in the Faroe Islands this year, including 78 killed on Sunday. They are protected under the Marine Mammal Protection Act, but not currently listed as endangered species. Yeah, because they uh, keep continuing to have babies. And then every year they come back to this harbor and they get killed off and then they have more babies and they come back to the harbor and they get killed off and the people survive and the dolphins survive. That's the way it's worked for millions of years, at least thousands of years anyway. I don't know, perhaps Ambassador Cruise Lines could use this uh, as a history lesson to their passengers. Hey, we're going to be docking at the Faroe Islands on this particular cruise line, uh, cruise ship uh, trip, and you'll be able to see how things are done as the Faroe Islanders uh, get their food, as they have done for thousands of years. As we dock, you'll see the slaughter. If you don't want to see the slaughter, don't look. <laughs> but instead, we're telling people, hey, don't buy anything from the locals. Just uh, amazing. Did I mention we live in amazing times? I think I did. We do. We live in amazing times. We don't live in funny times, but we live in amazing times. Well, we do live in funny times. I was reading a story talking about how uh, the number of TV comedies on broadcast network primetime slots has dropped from 31 in the fall of 2012 to just 14 last year and only 10 are on the broadcast lineup for the upcoming season which they're not going to get to anyway because of the strike but it's amazing because maybe they're just not funny uh maybe the writers need to think about how to write funny again and not be so worried about being politically correct yeah uh the funny stuff online is what people are watching not the crap you're giving us on TV. You know, I just was telling you what's happening, okay? Maybe the writers need to rethink what they're doing. Oh, wait, they're on strike now. Ah, maybe the networks have a case. You know, well, what do I know? Nothing. Uh, I want the writers, I want everybody to get what they deserve. That's what I want. I want everyone to get what they deserve. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on Threads at JeffyJFR. I see where Threads is uh, implementing their rate limits like Twitter did. Huh. 
So uh, it's weird that uh, they're having the same issues that Twitter was having. And Threads is starting to slow down. People are like, eh, what are we doing here? It's the same kind of crap and it's not as good as Twitter. So I think uh, we'll see. Elon May, I know he's talking about having cash flow issues. And I think uh, Twitter is still the place to be. Threads has got some growing to do, if it even grows up at all. Did I mention Truth Social? Oh, yeah. No, no, I didn't. Hey, you can also uh, follow me on my YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can order a cameo from me, at JeffyJFR on Cameo. Happy, glad, sad, happy birthday, anniversaries, whatever you want. Just uh, go to Cameo, at JeffyJFR, and order one. That's not free, uh, but, uh, you know, that... You know, that's a deal we have with Cameo and you order it through them and everybody is happy. They get their money. I get my money. You get your, uh, you get your Cameo event. Okay. That's how it works. Uh, you can uh, always email the show 24 seven chewing the fat at the blaze.com chewing the fat at the blaze.com. And you can, uh, order. I should always mention about Kexi cookies too, because I know that, uh, they have the big promotion. I don't know how long it's going to last, but if you go to Kexi cookies.com, well, it's actually Kexi.com K E K S I.com. You can use the promo code the Jeffy and get 18% off. Huh? I know that's pretty sweet. And those of you that subscribe to this show, thank you. I appreciate it. I know that, uh, it's free, but there are some rules and you should know that if you're a subscriber to this show, you one of the main rules is that if your platform allows you to review, you should always uh, review uh, 20 stars, best podcast ever. And there's also the rule of when asked what you're listening to, your answer has to be chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. That's the rules of being a subscriber to the show. I know you're going to listen to other stuff. We all do. Uh, I appreciate that. But if you have headphones on and someone says, uh, Hey, what are you listening to? You have to answer chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. That's just part of being a subscriber. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I mentioned we live in amazing times, right? Yeah, okay, I did. I want to make sure that uh, I want to make sure I get that out there. I've mentioned it, I believe, more than once on this particular broadcast. So more millennials think referring to a transgender person by the wrong pronouns should be a criminal offense. According to the survey by Redfield and Wilton Strategies, and I love surveys by Redfield and Wilton Strategies. I, who doesn't? 44% of those aged 25 to 34 think referring to someone by the wrong gender pronoun, he, him, she, her, should be a criminal offense versus 31% who disagree. The remainder, I don't know. Uh, this view remains popular for those aged 35 to 44 among 38% 
think that misgendering should be illegal. 35% disagree and 26% I don't know. So any of you people who are in the uh, percent of misgendering should be illegal or the I don't know, uh, get out. Go to another country. See how that works out for you. What are we even doing? According to a Pew Research Center, a millennial is someone born between 1981 and 1996, making them 27 to 42 years old. Okay, so Gen Z is 1997 to 2012. So you would now between, be between the ages of 11 and 26 years in age. So this survey contains uh, millennials. <sighs> wow, we are amazing times. Amazing times that we live in. When, mis- when we have people, a high percentage of people, believing that misgendering someone should be illegal. Wow. And they want to get rid of public schools. <laughs> and don't be silly. Why would you do that? That's just silly. Why would you get rid of public schools when you can create a bunch of people that think misgendering should be illegal? No, you keep pushing them through those schools. You keep educating. You do you. Ugh just unbelievable that's unbelievable we live in amazing times we really do and you know they just keep driving me i know you know i i, I don't want to go crazy into politics but it just drives me insane i see where donald trump is now the target of another federal investigation into the insurrection Ugh. into the january 6 2021 as trump said that uh special account his special counsel jack smith uh, said that they've given him four days to appear before a grand jury. And that usually means that uh, an arrest uh, or an indictment is coming. But there's no, uh, there was no information on what specific charges may be pending. Um, they're just driving the audience to Donald Trump. Uh, they continue to do this. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe that's what they want. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's time to give up the January 6th thing, though. Don't you think? I don't know. And then we have, uh, we've got this going on. They continue to hound uh, Donald Trump. We have Hunter Biden's, um, I don't know, shady business dealings along with Joe Biden's brother, Hunter's uncle, uh, and the rest of the whole damn family, Ma and Pa Dam and the whole damn family. And then we have the cocaine found at the White House. Again, we, you know, it's fun to think that it's hunters, but it it did belong to someone. And we are just saying, we don't know who, I don't know. I just, it's amazing to me. How could you, he, the president said it was important to find out and get this done. Yeah, it should be. We need to find out who's bringing uh, illegal substances into the White House and more specifically, just leaving it behind. Uh, That's not good. That's not good at all. And um, what's her face? The White House spokesperson, Catherine Jean-Pierre, and her great big book of everything was asked about how the president felt about not having this cocaine at the White House case come to a conclusion, finding out who's guilty. And man, it's an interesting answer from KJP. And she is agonizing usually, but... Well, you decide. Uh, first, following up on the cocaine, you said that it was very important 
important to President Biden that the Secret Service get to the bottom of who brought it into the White House. So can you just talk about his reaction when he learned that the investigation did not end with a suspect? Yeah. Could you just talk about his reaction? Uh, we don't need to know about uh, the case. We need to know about his reaction to not having a suspect. Okay? KJP, that's all you need to do. Answer that question. No, I, and I appreciate the question. Look, I'm just not going to um, opine on this. Not gonna oh, get- who learned a new word? There were you looking up new words. I'm just not going to opine on this. No, we didn't ask you to. What we asked you to do is tell us as a White House spokesman, you know, the spokesman for the president of the United States. What we'd like you to do is tell us how he felt without the Secret Service not having a suspect after the investigation. That's what we need from you. Into specific on this, we believe the Secret Service did a thorough investigation. Do you? Because they certainly didn't find a suspect, but I digress. Uh, We've been briefed of the outcome. Uh, They shared... Yeah, we were briefed of the outcome, too. They didn't have a suspect. Can you please tell us how the president felt with the conclusion of the case not having a suspect? Tell in a public statement, which I think is important for the American people to hear directly from the Secret Service who did the investigation. Yeah, we know. We read it. We saw it as the American people. Can you tell us what the president thought? Look, one of the things that they said in the public statement is hundreds of people come through this particular. Again, we know what it said in the statement. uh, Area. And uh, and it's so it's a heavily traveled working area. Yeah, we know. And so uh, that's what they were able to find doing this uh, thorough investigation. And so, especially during that weekend, yeah, we think about Friday, Saturday, weekend. and yeah. Sunday, and also that uh, I believe that Monday, uh, yeah, that weekend. Not really though, because it was Friday because um, they locked that, it down. Um, it was heavily traveled. Yeah. Okay. So all of that. What was the president? What does the president think about it? And the reporter uh, actually comes back with it. Uh, although the reporter should say, Kareem, uh, I don't want to opine on this, but how about you answer my effing question? Satisfied with the explanation that someone was able to bring an illegal substance into the White House because there are hundreds of people who come here. What I will say All right. is the Secret Service did a thorough investigation. That's what we believe. They put out a public Do statement. Ya. I think that's important. Anything else detailing any details or any more information, I would reach out to the Secret Service. Okay, that's not the answer to the question. How does the president, the person you speak for at the White House every day, feel about the stupid case not coming to a conclusion? She really is the worst. I, I just, I, I, I can't. I, I really, I, I just can't. And I just did. So, she is... I mentioned we live in amazing times, right? Okay, yeah. I want to be sure that I'm clear about that. We live in amazing times. I can't wait to talk to Phelan Mackler again. Uh, he and his wife, um, Ann McElhinney, I do the Kevin Spacey podcast, the Kevin Spacey trial on Filtered. And, uh, man, the first six episodes have been uh, awesome. Uh, just really good. And I see where Elton John testified in the Spacey trial going on in London right now, or in the UK. And Elton showed up along with husband David Frenesh, 
or furnish uh and they were in a video link from uh monaco and were answering questions about spacey's attendance at their white tie and tiara ball an event the couple hosted over a decade to raise money to fight aids one of spacey's accusers claimed that uh, claimed that he aggressively grabbed his crotch while driving to the white tie and tiara ball in either 2004 or 2005 okay so uh elton and david said yeah no uh kevin came uh, one year and uh he flew on a private jet uh to this event and uh there's uh so he is uh you know he, kevin has absolutely pled not guilty to these charges but it's just amazing to me that this guy is saying that he was assaulted on the way to this event and Elton and David are like, yeah, no, he, uh, he, him coming to the event was a big deal at the time. I remember him flying in to attend the event on a private jet and we have pictures of it. And is, is it possible that he was at another event, uh, other in another year? Because the guy who said that uh, he was assaulted couldn't remember if it was 04 or 05. You know, one of those years. I just You just can't remember every time you get assaulted. And so, was it possible that he was there in another year without taking a picture? Uh, no. Uh, we make sure that we take pictures with everyone every year because it's such a big deal that these events, we want people to know how important it is and the stigma surrounding the disease. We want people to be photographed so they understand coming to the event, they will be photographed. Just incredible. So just another accusation that appears to be a lie. I can't wait to talk to Phelan or Anne again uh, about the ongoing trial and the ongoing podcast, which is a Kevin Spacey trial unfiltered, by the way. If you have a chance to listen, do so. It's darn good. Oh, I see where uh, Ford has uh, reduced the cost of its battery-powered pickup truck from $59,995 to $49,995, saying it was because of lower material prices and greater production capabilities. Uh-huh. Even at $49,995, do you want an EV Ford pickup truck? Uh, the answer is an overwhelming uh, no. Uh, you know, over the weekend, according to, uh, you know, we saw, we all saw the, uh, rollout of the Cybertruck from Tesla, which is a direct rival uh, to the F-150 Lightning, <laughs> which according to Kelly Blue Book is going to start at about 50,000 and Ford has slashed the price tag of the Mustang Mach-E electric SUV several times to try to compete with Tesla whose own cuts have helped dominate 60% of the American EV market. Uh, it had been raising prices on the F-150 Lightning until now. Uh, apparently, sales of the F-150 Lightning dropping from 13000 in the second half of 2022 to 8800 in the first half of 2023. Ford, the F-150, the biggest selling pickup truck in America for years, selling only 8,800 of the F-150 EV truck. Just, um, uh, nobody wants them. Nobody wants them. And so they hope that, you know, we just keep cutting the price. Somebody will buy them. Yeah, no, they don't want the product, okay? I, according to this, uh, the quantity 
of EVs available for purchase in the U.S. has exploded by almost 350%. Yeah, because they've all made deals with the government to make the, the EVs. But nobody wants... We don't want them. Uh, just uh, unbelievable. It's just and They're just sitting on a lot, uh, collecting dust. And that's what's going to happen to them is they're just going to sit on the lot and collect dust until they force us, until they force us. And then, you know, who knows? They, we may not even buy them then just to, just to put our foot down and say, we don't want them. What don't you understand about that? <laughs> oh, just unbelievable. Speaking of. Detroit, though, I see where today, today, if you're listening live, the 18th of July, 2023 is the 10-year anniversary of Detroit, Michigan, uh, the city going bankrupt, which was the largest municipal bankruptcy in U.S. history. So congratulations, happy anniversary to the bankruptcy of the city of Detroit. I'm sure everything's turned around now, so don't worry. Detroit is fine, right? It is fine. <laughs> I was looking at some of the uh, some of the anniversary questions of Detroit, like it's named after uh, the Detroit River, which uh, connects which two Great Lakes. Hey, if you hold up your hand, uh, the the two Great Lakes are Huron and Erie. Remember the Great Lakes. Uh, the way to remember all the Great Lakes: H O M E S Holmes. Okay, that's how you do it. Huron, Ontario, Michigan. Eerie Superior Holmes, real easy. And they talk about uh, what's the name of the arena that the Pistons and the Red Wings play in. Uh, it's Little Caesars. Uh, the uh, Dearborn, a city outside of Detroit, uh, which is actually, uh, you know, it's nice, but it's also the largest American Muslim population per capita in the U.S. I gotta be, uh, Minnesota's gotta be coming up behind that though, isn't it? I mean, uh, Alan Omar, her neck of the woods in Minnesota's gotta be close to beating Dearborn, but maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Uh, we talked about how, uh, Diana Ross grew up in Detroit's North End with her neighbor, Smokey Robinson. Think about it. And, uh, the General Motors, obviously is Detroit city, right? I mean, that's general motors and they made Chevrolets, Buicks, GMCs and Cadillacs. That's what they did. So congratulations. Happy anniversary to Detroit. Uh, as it's a 10 year anniversary of filing for bankruptcy, happy, happy anniversary. So as you know, I join uh, Brad Staggs uh, every week on Mojo Five O for the uh, Mojo Five O in the mornings or whatever he calls his silly show on Mojo Five O with Brad Staggs and and uh, he has his uh, do boy Ron there as well and uh, I'm sure he appreciates me calling him his do boy but also the net they have uh, the Mojo Five O network and there's another show called Off Track Syndicate which I joined uh, Sunday night for the fun of it they asked I said yes. And so while we were, uh, I don't know, wasting time on that silly show, I told a joke. And uh, I've been laughing about this joke for days now. Okay, so I'm going to share it with you today here on Chewing the Fat as for the joke of the day here on Chewing the Fat. Okay, Uh, what is the difference between Iron Man and Iron Woman? I don't know, Jeff. What's the difference between Iron Man and Iron Woman? Okay. One is a superhero. The other is a simple command. Think about it.
stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.